Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Elon Musk has apologized for a controversial tweet that he posted in October. The CEO of Tesla and Twitter apologized to Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, kind of. The tweet linked to an article claiming that former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, had been inebriated and arguing with a male escort at the time of a hammer attack in his house. And after the release of police body cam footage on Friday, it showed the attack and Musk was asked to apologize. And in response to the calls for an apology, Musk stated that he had apologized, referring to a reply he made to another Twitter user who had written about the situation. Elon wrote, Nonetheless, I apologize. The apology follows criticism from several high-profile individuals, including former GOP House lawmaker Adam McKinsinger and MSNBC host Stephanie Rule. And the controversial tweet, which was posted shortly after Musk acquired Twitter after a legal battle, deepened concerns about how he would change the social network. And on Thursday, Musk tweeted that he had met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries to discuss the fairness of the platform for both parties. And the attack on Paul Pelosi resulted in a fractured skull, but he has since recovered. The attacker, David DePep, has been charged with attempted murder and other crimes. The tweet from Elon Musk was deleted shortly after being posted and led to some advertisers pulling back from the social network. Despite the apology, many are still holding high-profile conservatives accountable for their comments about the attack, including former President Donald Trump, Senator Ted Cruz, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Musk recently met with top White House officials in Washington to discuss the role of electric vehicles in the future of the USA. And the meeting was attended by John Podesta, senior advisor to clean energy innovation, and Mitch Landrieu, who oversees infrastructure spending to discuss the possibility of Tesla and the Biden administration working together to advance EV production and charging. The meeting highlights Biden's commitment to electric vehicles and the importance he attaches to the infrastructure and inflation reduction laws passed last year. Now, Tesla has long been a major player in the EV market, with the company being a recipient of tax subsidies given to buyers of EVs, and Tesla's commitment to sustainability has made it a leader in the industry. It is no surprise that the Biden administration would be interested in working with the automaker to advance electric vehicle production and charging. Now, it's worth noting that the relationship between Biden and Musk has been strained in the past. And Biden has pushed for companies to use union labor, while Musk has been known to push against the use of unions in their factories. And in addition, Biden has publicly compared Tesla unfavorably to other automakers such as Ford, leading to some tension between the two. However, despite the tensions, Musk has long-standing relationships with the U.S. government and has continued to benefit from these relationships under the Biden administration. In addition to receiving tax subsidies for EVs, Musk's rocket company SpaceX has contracts worth billions of dollars 
to deliver astronauts and cargo to and from the International Space Station. And the recent $430 billion U.S. Inflation Reduction Act, passed last August, has set new requirements for EV receiving tax credits, which must be North American-made and have restrictions on vehicle prices and income for buyers who are eligible for the credits. And the law also sets new battery sourcing restrictions expected to take effect in March and includes new U.S. battery production credits that Musk has said could have significant benefits to the company. Now, the recent meeting between Musk and top White House officials is an indication of the Biden administration's commitment to EVs and the desire to work with Tesla to advance the goal. And the U.S. is quickly becoming a leader in the EV market. And the collaboration between Tesla and the Biden administration will only further this trend. With EVs becoming more popular every day, it's important for the government to work with major players in the industry to ensure that the transition to electric vehicles is as smooth as possible. Now, this meeting between Tesla CEO and top White House officials is a very positive step in the right direction for the advancement of EVs in the U.S. Tesla is being a major player in the industry. It's important for the Biden administration to work with the company to ensure that the U.S. remains at the forefront of the electric vehicle revolution. And as EVs become more popular, it'll be increasingly important for the government to work with major players in the industry to ensure that the transition to EVs is a success. In other Tesla news, during Tesla's conference call for the release of its quarter four 2022 financial results, Elon Musk was asked about the possibility of offering a retrofit to the new autopilot self-driving hardware HW4 to current Tesla owners. However, the CEO declined the idea due to the cost and complexity of retrofitting hardware 3 with hardware 4, and he stated that it would not be economically feasible to do so. Despite this, Musk still believes that Tesla's full self-driving promises will be achieved with the current hardware 3, which should provide some reassurance to current owners. Then Musk went on to explain that hardware 3 will not be as advanced as hardware 4, but he is confident that it will far exceed the safety of the average human driver. He added that the ultimate goal is to improve the average safety on the road and that hardware 3 could be 200 to 300% safer than humans, while hardware 4 might be 500 to 600% safer. However, the CEO did not mention Tesla's plans to achieve true full self-driving capability that would be approved by regulators, which has been the company's promise to owners since 2016. Despite this, it's clear that Tesla is constantly making advances in its hardware and software, and the new HW4 will not be an exception to that. The recent reports of Tesla adding new autopilot cameras and radar sensors to its vehicles, and the fact that it has applied for modifications to its vehicles in China, are just a few examples of this. Now, Tesla owners can look forward to continue improvements in the safety and capabilities of their vehicles in the future. We have some exciting SpaceX news to share with you. Sunday afternoon, January 29th, 2023, there's a map of Elon Musk's jet heading to Brownsville, Texas, on his way to Starbase. So that means that Elon Musk is headed to Starbase to check out the next iteration of the Starship Booster 7 test, B7, the 33 engine static fire test. We've covered this numerous times in past episodes of the podcast. So if you could, 
go back and listen to those. There's plenty of information there, but I'm going to break it down for you in a couple minutes so you know what's going on. The Booster 7 is the next iteration, the current iteration actually, of the booster that will be sending Starship into a, well, it's an orbital flight, but they call it an orbital test flight. It's not quite into orbit, but it almost goes all the way around the Earth one time. It's close enough, basically, is what Elon Musk has said. So the Booster 7, huge stuff. 33 engines have never been tested on this booster before. So there's plenty of work to do in between now and then before they test this. And a SpaceX official the other day commented that there's a possibility, a high possibility, that SpaceX could be testing this booster sometime in the coming week of January 30th plus. So there's road closures on Tuesday and Wednesday of this coming week. Not on Monday, but Tuesday and Wednesday, there's road closures of Highway 4, which means SpaceX usually does something on those days that they close the road, whether it's a test or they move something from one part of the facility to the next part of the facility. One of those things could happen. And if it's a Booster 7 test, we will know more than likely the night before because there will be a closing of the road and also there will be a, a high pressure warning for the residents of Boca Chica Village nearby. So if that's the case, they will evacuate the people from the village and they're going to give them hopefully a whole night's warning. Sometimes they do it the morning of the test, but hopefully they give them a good 12 hours beforehand and they they hook those people up with a, a hotel room and on the on the island close by. So it's a very interesting time for Brownsville, a very interesting time for Starbase, and a very interesting time for Elon Musk, because if this works, they could be seeing an orbital flight test of Starship within the next two weeks if they get FAA approval. And basically, they have to prove that the ship and the booster will be ready for flight. The FAA has to look through all the data that SpaceX has collected through all of the tests that they've done. And then they'll move forward with FAA regulation and they'll give them a go for the launch of the Starship orbital flight. It's a very exciting time. We could possibly see an orbital flight within the next month, possibly two months. And that's according to Elon Musk. Thank you for listening to the show today. If you'd like to help out the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right now. It really does help the show a ton. If you'd like to help out the show even more, we have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash stage zero, you can find a link down in the show notes for the Patreon. I want to expand the show into video as well. So if you want to help us do that, please take a second, check out the Patreon, and I'm going to set up a GoFundMe as well for that. So need to get some camera gear, need to get some other equipment, and I greatly appreciate any help. Thank you very much for all of your continued support. Take care of yourselves, please, and each other, and I'll see you in the next one.